0: fellas we're back ballpark beef better than ever we're gonna talk to you a little bit about football because ain't nothing happening in the baseball free agent market yamamoto hasn't made his decision so we're pretty bored over here um let's talk about some football so run that music baby
1: Yeah, yeah, we back. Ballpark V's bath. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, we had another week of football. Another week of waiting on Yamamoto to uh, make a decision. I'm hearing Yamano now no he, show. He, he may not make a decision until after the holiday. Uh, so we're gonna have to be uh, deal with this stress for another week or two, uh, fellas. Regardless, how was your weeks? Are you are you okay? Are you uh, getting through the holiday season all right?
2: Hey man, I'm alive and well.
1: I love the make, answer.
2: Make it count's not alive and well, but uh, I am.
0: Hey, don't worry about
1: that, Pop. Prosperity's on its way.
0: Jimmy, how you doing? It's uh, something you find in a fortune cookie. I appreciate that. Prosperity's like that, coming huh? to everyone. Looking forward to that in 2024. Um, life's good, man. Just chilling. And through this football season. Giants suck. Uh, No surprise there. I mean, DeVito, hey, how you doing? Paisano, he's kind of mid.
1: He is kind of mid. But what do you expect of a dude who uh, was undrafted and is your third-string quarterback, right?
0: Kind of fun. Kind of fun to hop on his back, though, have a cutlet or two and uh, watch some football games that we actually win. Yeah, that is uh, true. We we lost this week. We lost this week. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's, that show's over. That show's over. Um yes, by sir. the way did you hear how much of a douchebag his agent is? how much So he was going to appear at this like mom and pop pizza shop for 10 grand and after he started taking off a little bit he went back to the pizza shop and was like yeah now it's 20 grand So uh Tommy De- uh the pizza shop was like yeah we're not doing that So today Tommy DeVito actually went there without his agent and was like I'll do a meeting um you know. So he made it all well. So Tommy DeVito, you're you're a cool dude. You know, you're a paizan. But uh Tommy DeVito's
0: agent, you're a douche. Uh but yeah, just want to put that out there. His uh his his suit suit collection is looking a little thin. So he needed to up his suit game by uh collecting a little a little cut of that twenty K, so that's why he probably up the price. But yeah, I mean uh he's a pretty good pretty good high school football player, by the way, in New Jersey.
1: Yeah. I just want to shout out he uh he did uh he had some decent clients. I think I was looking at the list. I think the most notable was Alfred Morris. If you guys know Alfred Morris is running back for the, the Redskins then now commanders a while back. Uh but yeah, that's about it. He I know he played for Marist football in college. Uh but yeah. Agent douchebag, Tommy DeVito, cool guy. Uh, but let's let's uh, let's do a quick uh, New Year's resolution. One New Year's resolution from the uh, Ballpark Beef team. How do we, how does that sound? Jeez.
0: How does that sound? A
1: quick New Year's first.
0: resolution. All right, go ahead. we will go first. All right. Um, I want to cap either equal to or less than I did in 2023.
1: <laughs> I like that. We need a lot more cap. <laughs> you you've kind of toned it down on the cap. That's because cool, you're you not know, talking about the Mets. Yeah. yeah, wait till the Mets come around That's and sign the
2: Yamamoto. Yamamoto!
1: I have a little segment I want to talk to uh, talk about Yamamoto. But uh, my resolution is going to be um, just to continue to grind and grind out ballpark beef more. That's my New Year's re- resolution. We gotta get our uh, friend business on the road. Moving!
2: My, uh, my new year's resolution is to start a life in the career that I want to do for the rest of my life.
0: Oh, wow. I was, uh, yeah, uh, you guys, you guys yeah, that know. a little Damn. confusing, but <laughs>
1: Damn. Damn. <laughs> oh, my boy, just... it's not
0: confusing. It's like, yeah.
2: Hey bro, I'm just trying to get my life, life together. You know,
0: I feel I'm that God, bro, you're not a mess. <laughs> I,
2: I want to, but I want to finally find a job that I enjoy doing.
1: <laughs> oh, you oh, don't man. enjoy any job you do.
2: That is false. You're
0: respect that though i mean uh, yeah I respect I, i'm it. over here making a joke of your of your bit and nick's over here with the seriousness
1: i know right yeah. <laughs> like i mean
2: I wasn't uh, really that serious i just want to you know get going
1: There we go all right well nick wants to find a job in his career if everybody let's cheer your mom send him some messages you know you got this nick you got this i got faith in you 2024 you is your year in
0: your mouth why do you have something in your mouth while we're recording a podcast whoa
1: whoa pause 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 all right he likes it whoa 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 whoa. pause pause pause
0: this guy's like he's so casual now like he thinks he's hot shit in the podcast (laughs) game and he's sitting there chewing on a pen cap like as if we're not talking into the mic trying to record our voices for a damn podcast
1: ballpark b fam if you you didn't know i have a crippling addiction to vaping uh, so i'm trying different tactics to not vape and chewing on things helps okay uh so sorry if you hear a little
2: i would suggest you try chewing gum before a pen cap
1: but then gum's not good for your teeth like t- it could fuck your Bro, teeth up
0: you could chew some well not now because you're trying to fix your teeth up but yeah you should uh yeah so when's the last time you vape let's 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 talk a little bit deeply about ballpark beef we're you talking about career stuff not going to talk about that. All I right. just I go hit go. it for
1: the uh for the for the action.
0: Yeah. We're not going to talk about that. All right. We're going to move on.
1: Yeah. All right. And Nick no uh, from the producer. Nick said ikshne on that. Uh so we're not going to do that. Uh so let, let's uh let's not get into that. Let's talk a little bit about uh Yamamoto and uh the whole holdup. So there's a ton of reports going around. He's visited this team, he's visited that team, he's got an offer from this team, he's got an offer from that team. Most of them seem to be false. Uh, there was a report that he visited the Red Sox. He never visited the Red Sox. Uh, it, there's a report he had $300 million offers on the table. That's not true. Um, so it's it's like all smoke and mirrors right now. And my, my issue as a Yankee fan is Yamamoto may have the stuff. He may be 25 years old. But he has never pitched one inning in the major leagues. Yes, he's pitched in the WBC. Uh, you know, he's had a one ERA basically his whole lifetime in the Japan League. But he has not pitched in the uh, major leagues. My thing here is I'm fine with the Yankees giving him up to $300 million. Up to. I'm cool with that. If King Cohen wants to go like, oh, we'll give you 375, fucking have him. Just have him, okay? There's no need for us to dish out money to a guy who's never pitched in the majors. Almost 40 million a year, because he's going to get probably anywhere from 8 to 10 years. Somebody, maybe even 12. He's 25. Uh, to dish out 37 and a half to 40 million dollars to that guy. That's like paying Cole. That's like paying Eric Cole. That, uh, as a Yankee, if I was a Yankee owner, I would not want to do that. King Cohen, he needs a, to prove a point. He needs to show that all he has is big money right now, because that's all he has at at the end of the day, right? He has nothing else to show for. So keep him. If you want him, have him. We'll pivot elsewhere. Love to have him, but Roki Sasaki's coming. Uh, I'd rather him. So uh yeah, uh Jimmy, you can have Yamamoto if the price gets a little crazy. Okay
0: stop roki sasaki's not getting posted until his team can get some kickbacks from his massive contract after they see after they see what yamamoto signs for they're gonna be like yeah we're definitely not posting him now so trust and believe that that's gonna be four or five years from now um yeah it's so you meant you mentioned some good points guy is 25 years old his stuff will play because his stuff is disgusting There's comps to like his fastball being really low, which is a good thing, and then having a really good, you know, average induced vertical break, which means that that shit'll play. Plays up in the zone, plays low in the zone. He's got the junk to mix in with it. His curveball's a yo-yo ball. It's disgusting. His splitter is gross. It's like it's probably 80 no, it's probably 95% as nasty as Kodai Senga's ghost fork. That's this guy, his stuff will play and He's worth every penny. You get a guy 25 years old in his prime coming over to the United States. Sorry, folks. I just had to pause there. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get the producer to cut that out in the post. But <laughs> That's he's in his prime. Cut. You're prime like, right, he's You're in, in his blowing
1: okay, the wait, wait, dude. You're <laughs> blowing wait,
0: him. he's going to be a Met for life. He's going to sign a 12-year, $350 million deal. That's fine. And it's going to be fantastic.
2: So, so how do you value a player who's never played in the majors before? You know, you like
0: use the same, you use the same tools that you use in the majors, but in the Japanese stadiums, those spin rate calculators, those like other nerdy kind of statistical things to show how good his pitches are. That's all you have to know.
2: But what? just because his pitches are good doesn't mean that he's going to perform the same way.
0: He's a pitcher. If his pitches are good, he's a good pitcher.
2: Okay, but you know he could have a two ERA in Japan, but then throw the same exact stuff and have a four ERA in the MLB.
0: He's gonna have it'll translate to like a three three five, and then he'll that's fantastic. That's really good.
2: That's three hundred and fifty million worth
0: for twelve years in his prime. Yeah, you know what, Nick? Look up some career ERAs. Who what? What do you think is a good ERA,
1: bro? His do you career
0: seven zero is reasonable. His career ERA is like one seven. Okay. <laughs> But that's in the
1: Japan oh, League. Nick saying Nick's saying that a career ERA of three five zero is actually terrible. I
2: didn't I didn't say a career I literally said a season.
1: I mean, Wainwright's probably talking above about, that.
2: Talking about over the twelve year period of time. So,
1: so all right, so you seasons. you as a Mets fan, right? To, on this day, December we're recording nineteenth, twenty twenty three. If. The offer's on the table, and it's Steve Cohen gives Yamamoto 375 12 years.
0: You're cool with that. No shot it's going that high. There's no shot. Be real. Says who?
2: 375?
0: Says who? Says who? What's, what's Cole's AAV? 36, I think. 324-36. Yamamoto will sign...
3: Hmm, make a prediction here. will sign, look
0: at like, sign. ten years, nine. 325. Ten years, 325.
1: That, that that's fair. Thirty-two and a half million dollars. Still, I think it's an overpay. I still think it's an overpay. How much did they pay Sanga last year?
3: I know he's older, but how much did he get? Five. And we lost him. You back? I'm here. Okay. All right. What did Senga get? Nah oh, he's gone. You back? Yeah, you're good. What did Senga get?
0: Five years, 75 million.
1: Okay, so. All right, Senga's 29. I think he's tw- 28,
0: 29. Something
3: like that. Okay, so you're telling me Yamamoto,
1: who has, who's 25, so about four to five years younger, is going to get almost. Dude, are you fucking serious? It's like a triple to quadruple his fucking contract.
0: Senga had different stuff than And Yamamoto. Senga's him! Senga's him, Yamamoto. though. Yamamoto is 25 years old and has won three straight Cy Youngs. In Japan. Yeah, three straight Japanese Cy Youngs. At, and competing in the same league as who? The one that you're sucking?
1: Roki? Yeah, Roki? Roki's 21. <laughs> 21. Yeah, but he didn't win the... Can you do something for me? <laughs> he,
0: didn't win the, he didn't win the Cy Young. Why, right. why didn't he win?
1: Let, let me just say this. If if Steve Cohen wants to drop a big bag of money on the table and the Yankees don't want to put up with that, I'm fine. I'm not going to be upset, okay? Because Steve Cohen needs something. He needs something to, to show for. The Mets need something. The Mets fans need something. OK, they need something to hold on to and be happy about, because right now, what are they happy about, Nick?
2: 1986.
1: Exactly. <laughs> OK, that's what they need. And for your sake, I hope the Mets get Yamamoto. I do. OK,
0: you're lying. I'm serious.
2: I'm serious. No, you're lying. He's saying that because he thinks the Yankees are going to get rookie. I, I'd or
0: rather not? rookie. Yes. Yeah, they I, are. yeah, anyone would because he's 21 and a stud. He's him. Yeah, he's probably going to be him. He's not available because his team isn't going to post him for pennies when they could post him in five years when they have the, the leverage and make like 60 mil.
1: I'm going to be like 30 by then. I don't want to yeah. think about five years from now. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> going to happen. Jesus.
0: You whole Whatever. ass 30 year old. Hey, so,
2: Jonathan, you got the over or the under on Jimmy's uh, prediction? 325.
1: 325.
0: 325 for 10 is a pretty good number. That's a pretty good well, guess. L- let's let's close. do
1: AAV, though. Let's do AAV because we don't really know the years. Like The years can vary from like 8 to 12. Who knows? Like I think gonna it's going to be. Uh,
2: I'm going to give you my AAV.
1: All right. Give me AAV, and me and Jimmy will take the over-under.
3: Um, I have a number in mind.
2: I yeah. uh, 30.5. Really that low?
3: 30.5? Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't think I'm disagreeing with Jimmy on this one. I think it's It's going over. over. Yeah, I think it's going over.
2: I thought mine Mine was was low. I don't think he's I mean, he's probably gonna get that much, like over, but I don't think he's worth that much over.
1: I don't either, but I think he's worth thirty point five. This this market, like I don't know if you heard, but um Bellinger's agent is comparing like is using like Harper's contract and uh, there was someone else for in free agency. I'm like, Ballinger sucks. It's yeah, they were saying
2: he could get up to like 200 million or something like that. He's looking oh at like a $200 million God. deal.
1: The dude bats 300 one year and then 180 the next year. Like, uh, no. Give him it's 150. Not he's not 150, getting 200 million. 150 max. Like, and that's pushing it.
2: Says he's well over 200 million.
0: Yeah, like that's crazy. This is his first free agent contract, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for him. He's got an MVP. He should shoot for the moon. He's four years removed from his MVP, right? It was in 2019 with Belly. Yeah. Belly and Belly. Like COVID shortened season and then a a year to struggle. And then he bounced back in 2023 with a, a monster season. So, hey, he's got some pretty weak underlying metrics as well as far as his hard-hit rate and stuff like that. Um, but he hit for average, and he hit homers. So I don't know what you want me to say. It's probably, he's probably going to get overpaid. That's probably what's going to happen.
2: I feel like everyone is just getting overpaid now. Oh,
0: Jimmy, you know what we can discuss? Sorry, Nick, to cut
1: you off. I just thought when, I, when things come into my mind, I have to say it, or else I'll forget. Uh, let's talk about our tweets, or about our 40-man roster
0: tweets. I think that's a good one. Mine's already wrong, but I'm down.
1: Let's do a quick little... Nick, we're, we'll start so you have some time. Go over how many players on the Cardinals 40-man and how many spots are left and then who you would want to add to it. So you have time. Me and Jimmy will go through. You'll go last. Um, okay. Jimmy, you want to start us off?
0: Yeah, sure. So essentially when I looked, this was five days ago. So this was on the 14th of uh, December. Essentially, I saw, I saw that the Mets had five spots on their 40-man roster. My predictions were we needed to fill those five spots with the following. So we needed a frontline starting pitcher. My prediction, Yoshinobu, Yamamoto. The backup plan would be Snell, but I think he's going to be an overpay as well. So I'd rather gamble on the young guy, 25-year-old um, with all the good intangibles uh, overseas than Snell, in my opinion. I don't know. Um, cause, and then number the number two thing I needed was a, a second or a third You know in the rotation type of pitcher like a montgomery and in or a giolito kind of type um i don't know i don't know if we're gonna go that route i don't know what we're gonna do i think it all depends on yamamoto right i think for our third place spot in that uh 40 man we needed someone in the outfield that was that's gonna start so someone like or his uh guriel who signed already or or hernandez um those were three three names that came to mind for the outfield Needed a depth outfielder, Michael A. Taylor, someone like that, um, and then something like a depth third base DH type of player, like Justin Turner. Um, so those were the five predictions that I made. Um, if we did those things five days ago, I would have been like, okay, that's a great off season. Like that's a solid pickup. I think we have a chance to win ninety games. I think we have a chance at the NL wild card. Um, we've since signed a reliever via trade, so that takes our thirty man to thirty six, and I don't know. Um, what that cuts out, but something from that list can't be signed now, obviously. So that's where we're at. We'll have to see how it shapes up. And again, everything depends on the Yamamoto Domino.
1: Yeah, I think once the uh, Yamamoto Domino falls, it's kind of gonna be like a like a blitz to sign these like tiered down starting pitchers, like the Montgomerys. Um, it's crazy to think that Snell would be a tiered down, even though he's won two Cy Youngs now. Uh, but Snell. Um, and then maybe some trade pieces like a Dylan Cease, a Corbin Burns. Um, I know there's been other names um, like a Shane Bieber. Um, but yeah, so let me roll into the Yankees. So the Yankees 40 man is at 37 right now. So we have three open spots. Um, so my first thing was uh, frontline starter, the pair with Cole. Uh, and obviously that was Yamamoto. Um, but if, there, if he was to sign elsewhere, I had a pivot option which would be a reuniting with uh, Jordan Montgomery or uh, a trade for like a Dylan Cease, Shane Bieber, Corbin Burns. One of those guys, just someone to pair with Cole uh, and really bolster our starting rotation at the top. Um, And then like a depth starting pitcher, like a Montas, someone cheap, maybe between five to 10 mil that can be a four or five starter.
0: the market's 10 mil from the bottom of the rotation.
1: Okay. 10 mil then, sorry. Um, and then we need relief pitching depth.
0: Um,
1: I, I see names like uh, Wandy Peralta bringing him back. Uh, maybe like a Jordan Hicks flamethrower from the Cardinals. Just some kind of um, righty, lefty relief pitching. Um, and then I think that's that would be perfect for the Yankees. I think that would be a perfect offseason. So basically either one to two starters or a reliever. Or one starter and two relievers. Um, Either way, I think uh, we definitely need a starter and uh, one reliever. And however else they configure it, I don't really care. I think everywhere else
3: we're looking pretty good. On to the Cardinals. Where are you seeing this roster? What do you mean?
2: It says they have 40 men for me already.
3: They have 40 men?
2: That's what I'm seeing.
3: I can look at
1: that right now. The Cardinals have 40. Okay, so where would you improve then? Uh, what, do, what do they still need to do this offseason?
2: I think they still definitely need to do more uh, starting pitching. I think one or two more arms. Um, I do like the concept that the Mets go towards six or man in rotation. I don't think we have good enough pitchers that we should be five. So I'm not opposed to them getting two more starting pitchers and um, going to six. Um. Definitely need relief in the bullpen. Um, I mean, we got rid of Jordan Hicks, and I feel like with us having lacking starters, our bullpen is overused a lot, so more arms wouldn't help. Um, I think we're pretty good in the outfield. I think we have four solid good outfielders, um, but I think another thing that we don't have is backup infielders. Um, I know we have like five, but then, you know, say two of them get hurt, you know, now we're just throwing out anyone. So my main thing would be get starting pitching, get relievers, and maybe get... A backup infielder, too.
3: Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. You know, you know, a name I saw linked to the Mets actually, Giovanni or I saw that
0: he, he plays third, right?
1: Yeah, he plays third short.
0: Yeah, he'd be a good, um, you know, EH or backup third baseman kind of, um, signing instead of Justin Turner, like I mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, I I think with Ronnie Mauricio being out for the year with the ACL uh, injury, or at least until, you know, late summer, um, I I think you have to give the job to Beatty or Vientos. I think, you know, you have to let the young guys play this year, you have to see what you have, and then, you know, reassess for for 2025. I think 2025 is going to be a special year for the Mets. Um, 2024 could be a a reload. 2024 could be a uh, a start of something really good at the top of the rotation, or it could be a complete miss at the end of this offseason where, you know, we miss on Yamamoto completely. So um, this, is a, this is a pretty big decision for him to make, and I think it's a pretty big decision for the future of the Mets Not to get all what does, uh, uh, spiritual on you.
2: What does a special year in Queens mean to you? Like what's... This year? Nah, 25.
0: 25 is the dub, man. 25 is the dub at the World Series. Period. That'll be a special (laughs) year. Did you just laugh in my face?
2: I mean, if you think it's going to be 25, then yeah, I guess. 25 is our year.
0: It has to be, bro. We have to go. Once we have all this dead money off the books in 24, you have to go all in. You have to. If you have, okay, say this offseason goes the way it's supposed to and we get Yamamoto and you have Senga in 2025, you have to get him to opt in and then you have to go through all these signings to bolster around them because like you'll have free money now. You won't have these dead cap hits that are that are killing your team right now. And uh, and you have to spend the money, Steve.
2: Didn't you? Uh, I begging you. Did you say that this past year was going to be your year?
0: Oh, wouldn't you be hype after 101 wins? Wouldn't you be yeah, excited yeah, no, no, that,
2: I know that but you signed man.
0: two geriatric hip replacement eligible uh, AARP, Medicare, <laughs> Medicaid type people to start at the top of your rotation, but they're going to the Hall of Fame? Like, you wouldn't be excited for that?
2: I, I mean, it's just I, just I think can't stand the another, way this guy
0: Jonathan's looking at me.
2: It's going to be another year where the Mets go all in and then by the, the All-Star break, they're going to be going all out.
0: 2025? I don't think so. Can I explain to you what the approach was this trade deadline?
1: Can I talk real quick?
0: No, 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 no. Because this Let trade me... deadline was, this is a prime example of buying a farm system. Steve Cohen bought a farm system by getting rid of these old guys who you had got a Cunha. To be That's again. all you got. You got a Cunha. You didn't get we any arms. The third best, we have the third best farm system in the league. No, you don't. Is You're... it fourth then?
1: It's, it's like, high. it's not top 10. It is not top 10. Hold it's up. top five. It is not top a, ten. Hold up. You have a top five
0: farm system in the Hold,
1: league. Up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You just said top five. Can, I, can I explain something? You have, in your top ten, you have two starting, two pitchers in they your top have, ten.
2: They do have the Mets at number four.
1: Which is crazy. Thank you. Which Thank is crazy. You. Okay? Let me explain why. They have two pitchers in their top ten.
3: Two! They have three. Where are
2: you looking? It says uh, Blade uh, Tidwell, Mike Vassal, and Christian Scott.
1: All right. Well, I'm looking on MLB prospects, so I'm looking at something different. Okay, All right. You know, let me explain something. The Mets, the if say they get Yamamoto, okay. They only have Sanga and Yamamoto. Who's their other starters? Jose Quintana. Who, Jimmy? Not in
0: 2025. Not in 2025. Who the hell is to know who in 2025 will so be a starter you, for So You mix? need
1: to hope Mike Vassell, Blade fucking Titwell, or Christian Scott is the next coming of Jesus Christ. Because what you'll have is Sangha and Yamamoto, and that's it.
0: Who's going to be free agent after 2024?
1: Well, let's look it up. Because I forgot King up. Cohen just gets everybody. It'll probably be like. It'll be Clayton Kershaw. They'll sign him for 45 million. Uh they'll, prob- they'll-, <laughs> they'll probably sign Madison Bubb Gardner for eighteen and a half. and Um Stop. and then who else will they? They'll probably sign Wainwright off his couch in Florida for eleven and a half. And that's that's the rotation.
2: Yo, leave my man Wainwright alone.
3: Fuck up.
0: Well, Cole has an opt-out. It's not gonna opt out. There's a club option on Chris Sale, Zach Wheeler. There you will be go, an Chris Sale. Free agent. Zach Wheeler will be an unrestricted free agent. What else we got? We got Robbie Ray with an opt out. Regman, Morton, Rizzo, Fordo. I don't this know, is man. All I'm saying, Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer, unrestricted free agent. 2025
1: to me is not realistic for the Mets.
2: It's not. Not, bro. It's gonna be a special year. For it's all not. their dynamic players. It's
1: not. Luis Angel Acuna does not change your team. Ronnie Mauricio has a torn ACL. He's not playing next year. Kevin Parada, he's stuck behind Francisco Alvarez. Ryan Clifford. We'll get flip for a pitcher. Mate, see now you're talking.
0: Maybe you'll trade. You're we'll talking.
1: Now you're talking,
0: okay? <laughs> All right. So you act like um, I'm, an, I'm a GM Uh-oh. over here. I don't know everything. We can but flip it. for some arms. We, we flipped some old arms for some young arms and some young position players. You get the best players available. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Acuna is, is mid. Maybe we have to ch- flip him for, for an arm or something better. Like who knows? Who knows what yeah, happens in two years?
2: Let my man, let my man be hyped for twenty-five. You
0: know. All right. You know, I may you not got- even be friends with you in two years. Shut up. We're brothers. Relax.
1: (laughs) I was about to come drive to Boston and fight your ass now.
3: All
0: right. Let's, uh,
1: that's enough of the baseball talk before we get, uh, we start strangling each other.
2: Um, I think the football is going to make it worse.
1: Let's talk some football because we got some fantasy to update you on. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, the football fantasy football playoffs have begun. Uh, first round took place this past weekend. And we have some updates. Uh, in Dynasty, me and Nick are not in the playoffs, so we are not relevant. But there's a man with a dream. A dream and one quarterback that'll take him there. And two that... hundred, two two scunny points. My man Jimmy dropped 200 and beat someone by 150. <laughs> he gave him no chance. Uh, Jimmy, how you feeling after the win? Uh, how do you feel to be in the semifinals, and what are you, what are your thoughts on possibly winning the league? Uh, I just want to get you know your emotions from that. By
2: the way, he put up one hundred and ninety nine point sixty
1: eight. Second
0: hundred and ninety nine points something points that I put up in this league. Um, this team, let me just say, I just want to get your interview,
1: your interview. Yeah, yeah
0: let me let, let me let me let me give you my thoughts. My thoughts are uh-huh. confidence can't be higher. How could you not be confident with this team? Um, you know, he just blew him out by 144 granted, you know, he had double zeros from two wide receivers cause he left an injured Keenan Allen in, um, but that doesn't matter because, uh, he could have started, uh, Christian McCaffrey and still lost. Um, don't get me started on that. We'll talk about that in a minute, but yeah, confidence is sky high. Um, I beat the next team that I'm playing two weeks ago and I have all the confidence in the world that I could beat him again. Um, this team, this team's dangerous. Don't don't get hot at the right time. That's all I'm saying.
1: Uh, okay. Buck Purdy's taking me home. Congrats on your win and making the semifinals. Um, what are your keys to victory uh, this week in the semifinals?
0: This week in the semifinals, keys to victory. So the team I'm playing has got a pretty deep team. So he's got, you know, I think he has Cup on the bench this week and stuff like that. Like he's got a pretty deep team. So I think the keys will be avoiding disaster, which is what happened in the redraft league for me, which was the uh 49ers god squad offense, but um I think avoiding disaster and I think just getting value out of um the quarterback position, especially Gardner Minshew, will be the key to victory. Yeah.
1: Well, I wish you luck and like I said, I believe in you and uh go win this chip for Ballpark Beef. Yes, sir.
2: Yeah, man, like good luck, dude.
1: Good luck, man. Uh, let's head over to redraft. Great analysis, Nick.
2: I mean yeah, I mean he, he it was his interview.
1: Uh, let's ha- head over to redraft now. What a change
2: of scenery this is going to be.
1: We have two ballpark beef members in the semifinals and they will actually be playing each other. Uh, Jimmy was bounced in the first round even though I would have beat him as well. Um go look at the points. Go look at the points. But hey, like tell them how much I scored. He-, he put up 149 and and the 49ers put up 180. Uh, I put up 152, so I would have bounced him regardless. Uh, now, I will be playing Nick. Uh, Jimmy, I want to get your thoughts on me and Nick's matchup. Who do you think will win? Who do you think has the edge?
2: So uh, unlucky
0: in redraft. So unlucky. You have no chance. Um,
2: I, I, also, have... <laughs> I also don't like that we can't compare the matchups until uh, tomorrow.
1: You have no chance, Nick. You have no chance. Okay. Let's look at your team. All
2: right. uh, you know, let, let's, do, let's do team for team, or player for player, and Jimmy's going to pick one. All right. That's fine. Lamar Jackson. My QB.
0: Don't who you rocking with?
3: I don't know
1: yet. Either CJ Stroud or Matt Stafford. Whoever, if CJ Stroud gets... Actually, no, I'm going Matt Stafford. Fuck it.
2: It looks like CJ's not going to play.
1: Matt Stafford, baby.
0: Lamar. Saquon Lamar
1: against the Niners?
0: Okay. Saquon? Can't see. can see the matchup. Saquon versus who?
2: Like the team they're playing or his player?
0: No, John.
3: Saquon against Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs. Thank you.
2: Kenneth Walker?
0: Against Bijan. Bijan? He's going to have a bounce back here. Or bounce back game. Crazy. He's going to go three tuts. Crazy.
2: Thank I you. don't even think Atlanta scored three touchdowns in one game this year.
0: This he's going back. nuts.
2: Anyway, uh, Tyreek, uh,
3: C.D. Lamb,
2: uh, a Pittman if he plays.
3: Uh, um,
1: I'm not sure about my receiver too. I have Amari Cooper in right now.
2: Mind you, they're going to be Pittman or DK.
0: Pittman or DK. That's fair.
2: Ferguson.
3: Sam Laporta.
2: Another
0: four tight. Wags going over under eight and a half touchdowns. Over. Pound it. Lock it in this whole team.
2: Uh, T. Higgins.
0: Uh, Rashad White. RB4. Yeah, that's T. Higgins as the wide receiver one.
2: Uh, The best kicker in the league?
0: Justin
3: Tucker.
2: The Cowboys kicker?
3: Aubrey? Yeah. (laughs) Stud?
2: And uh, I don't have a defense right now. I'm dropping the uh, defense I have, I have.
0: Colts defense, baby. It doesn't matter whose defense you have.
2: You know what's crazy, bro? This man, Jimmy, said Bijan's going for three touchdowns against the Colts defense.
1: <laughs> well, if they get turnovers and stuff, that's fine.
2: I mean, yeah, but they're also going to give up 30 points then.
1: They have a defensive touchdown, but still give up three touchdowns. I'm fine with that. I, I think need, T. Uh, Higgins I need being Gardner the Reed number too.
2: one gives me the edge. Nah. What's your projected points, Jonathan? Uh, 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 Yeah, I don't know. Gotta wait till tomorrow. But uh, this is going to be the matchup of the year.
1: Matchup of the year. Me and Nick, see who makes it to the finals. Make sure to check it out and hear who wins on the next episode. (laughs) Let's get into our NFL Power Rankings. Brought to you by Ballpark Beef. We're our own sponsor.
2: This is going to be a very interesting.
1: Five, four,
3: three.
2: I will start
1: us off today with our power rankings brought to you by Nick's Toe Cheese and Jimmy's Armpit Sweat. All right. Uh, at five, there's been a lot. Add a lot of rearranging uh, in the league, I would say, after last night's game. At number five, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are on a three-game losing streak. They have not looked good on offense. They have looked putrid on offense. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you okay, buddy? You all right? Um... That defense is very vulnerable, and uh, they are not. They're just. They're not the same team as last year. They're very beatable, and I. I don't see them making a run in the playoffs. Not. Just. I just don't see it. They don't got it this year. That's my number five.
2: Mine is going to be very interesting. So my number five, I have the Detroit Lions. They are currently ten and four. Uh, absolutely destroyed the Broncos. The only thing that scares me is they have that one game where they have absolutely no clue what they're doing.
3: That's a surprise to me.
2: So they are my number five. I wonder who
3: he's leaving out. (laughs) Right, Jimmy? (laughs) Mm, I'm struggling here. It's hard.
0: It is hard. I'm going... I'm going something off the freaking wall, bro. Spicy.
2: Now what you hear mine?
0: You want to hear some spice at number five? Let's hear it. This team ain't even in the playoffs right now. The Bills of Buffalo. Number five. That is a dangerous team. I don't care what anybody says. J.A. is a dog. Number 5 they You're going to make a run at the playoffs. I believe that.
3: Number four, I have the
1: Dallas Cowboys. They got waxed against the Bills. I think uh, they, the Bills gave out the blueprint how to beat the Dallas defense. And uh, it should be fun to watch the Dolphins' rushing attack against the Cowboys on Saturday, Sunday. So, Cowboys at five. The boys need to prove if they can win at a, a away game.
2: My number four is the Buffalo Bills. Now, Josh Allen is him, as Jimmy said. They're th- they're three and one in their last four, beating the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Jets, and losing to the Eagles by three. I put Buffalo at four. They're a dangerous team in December and January. They lack a little in the late January, but Buffalo is hot right now, so you can't can't get away from that.
0: Mm. Come and see me. And see me in Bill's Mafia, baby. Spicy. I really stole your thunder, though. My bad. Yeah, you did. Cut him even higher than I did. Um. Yeah, I'm going to really snub some team here. Uh, What are we going to do here? Number four, the uh, Dolphins of Miami. Fantastic team. Electric. Dynamic. Kyrie Hill. Imski. But he needs to come back. A little nervous in, uh, A little nervous in the south side of Miami them number four not worried not worried i pressed
3: waddle him him okay okay number three miami dolphins them
0: i said that's it <laughs> that's it i
2: also i also have uh the dolphins at number three um i'm not gonna make a little comment though because jonathan said let's see if the cowboys can win a home game this is a big game for the Dolphins because they're playing yet another plus 500 team. So let's hope they win that one.
0: Let's hope. Altimore, number three. 11-3 in the playoffs. They have the division locked up already. No, just a playoff berth. But still, that's a fantastic team. Lamar Jackson, Himothy, four in a row. Plus 159. What are you showing three for? Three? What do you have a two and one? I gotta hear that. What do you mean we have a two and one? Keep going, okay, keep going. Okay, come on. Come on. You have them higher? Keep going. Come on, son. Anyway, Baltimore three. Go on. Now you got me off my train of thought.
1: Alright, my two and one. Um the one is farther away from any team than imaginably possible, but two is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens, they look beatable at times, but they win. Uh, Lamar Jackson is the next coming or has been the next coming of Michael Vick. He's you can't tackle him. Uh, Even when you try to do, he throws a a bomb down the field and Isaiah likely jumps over three defenders. Uh, Yeah, they're a good team. Their defense is good. Their offense is playing good. Uh, They're a hard team to beat, especially in the playoffs. Uh, Number one. And this isn't like two to one. This is two to one because the 49ers are the best team in the league. They are the most dominant team in the league. They are all them: Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Nick Bosa, um, supposedly the MVP candidate. Um, what's his name? Brock Purdy. Um, they're good, and they're the scariest team in the league. I I, I don't. I think you could put the Cowboys. Eagles and Dolphins up against them, and they still win. Uh, yeah, the Niners are good, number one.
2: Yeah, uh, so as you can tell, we were a little surprised Jimmy put Baltimore at three because I also have them at two. Um. Like you said, they're beatable, but I mean, the thing I took away from last week is Lamar Jackson had almost eight seconds in the pocket to throw the ball. I mean, that team has just given him all the time in the world to do whatever he wants. Um. And then, like you said, San Francisco 49ers, best team in the league. Surrounded by Pro Bowl players at any every position. Um, they're just never gonna get out of number one unless they lose this week.
0: Period. That's on period. How do you not have the boys in, in your top five? That's crazy. What? Cowboys number Cowboys number two, 49ers number one. The Cowboys are dangerous. They had a slip up. That's why they're not number one. Niners are dominant, but the Cowboys are right there. You don't believe in Dak Prescott?
2: I mean, I, had I to believe in what? that. You defense? You, hold up. I hold up. Hold up. Yards.
1: Family, family, family. Hold defense? up. Family, hold up. Hold up. Family. No,
2: I don't.
1: You just put a team at number two that had a, a running back outgain them in offense. A running back. Your running you. back. Your dynasty running back. You were going to trade for a second round pick. I should have done it. You. That's, that's who you put at number two. I would have read you put the
0: Bills at number two.
2: You're not joking. I mean, you're joking, right? I'm so serious. Cowboys
0: number two. Oh, so, so the
2: Cowboys getting absolutely demolished puts them higher this week than what they were last week.
0: By the Buffalo Bills? I didn't have a Cowboys higher than two last week.
2: No, you had them lower, and they got absolutely demolished, and you put them higher. What did I have them last week? Four five? Somebody run that tape. I, don't, I, don't I mean, how do you put that team at number two? Yeah, they're dangerous, but you know, they, they lost by 30 Jim, to the Jimmy's Bill. on
0: the ayahuasca. <laughs> it's awfully dark in this room.
2: Well, listen, he did say he wanted to start capping.
0: At least he wanted agree. to start
1: capping less. At least we can all agree that uh, the Niners are the number one team in football, right?
0: It's crazy. I really st- stole your thunder, and then put the boys higher than I did last week when they got blown out this week.
2: Yes, the really last like three weeks we have all been saying Baltimore and Forty Nine ers are one two. Wow! And you're like, let oh, hey, you me just go the Cowboys at number two.
0: There you have, it, folks. I am high on ayahuasca and uh, Dak Prescott believer. Apparently, um, kind of wish we had him on my team, but. A, that's, that's that, folks.
2: And you were also talking about Purdy over Prescott in MVP. So I don't even know where your head's at right now.
0: They're one and two, bro. I right, stick with what
2: I said. One and
1: let's, two. Let's do our weekly lays and then wrap this up. So we're going to do Giants, Dolphins games and then you pick your own. Um, Cal, Dolphins are minus one and a half against the boys. I'm slamming that. Dolphins minus one and a half against the boys. Um, the, G-men. the G-Men play the Eagles on Monday night. Plus 11.5 against the Giants. Listen to this. Tommy DeVito <laughs> is going to cover 11.5. Slam 11.5 for the Giants against the Eagles. Let's go, baby. And then for my other game, I am going to take...
3: Drum roll please, Nick. Nick drum roll. Producer drumroll. Where's the Stop fucking drum roll? Uh all right. I am taking
1: <laughs> Y'all might laugh at me like uh, right now, but uh I'm taking 49ers minus minus five and a half against the Ravens. Uh yeah. Lock
3: that in.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Taking the Niners? Minus niners five and that? a half? Hell yeah. Wow.
2: Well, It's a hefty pick right there.
3: It's not a lock to me.
2: uh, So I am taking Miami minus one and a half against Dallas. I am pounding the Eagles minus 12. Jalen Hurts has had three terrible games. This is going to be the game where he throws for four touchdowns.
1: No faith. No faith.
2: (laughs) And my third... Well, listen, I took the Giants this past week at plus three and they got blown out by almost 20. Anyway... My lock of the week is uh, the Seattle Seahawks minus three against the Titans.
3: Damn. All right, Jim. It's all up all to
1: right, you. Well, now. I
0: can't be uh, I can't be smoking smoking crack. I gotta stay on the ayahuasca. So I got Cowboys covering minus one and a half. They gotta they gotta win. Plus one and a half. Well, whatever it is, bro. Yeah. You don't know I don't know the shit cowboys they're winning money line i take money line cowboys baby whatever it is i'm taking it the fins we got the giants and eagles 12 points jesus i think i I think tommy devito can get us within 12. I, i like the giants there okay lock of the week lock of the week i'm taking the bills at Covering the minus 11 and a half over the Chargers. The Chargers are basura. Bills are blowing out the Chargers. Hello. Wow.
3: Alright. Well, that
1: locks we it no up
0: choice. for our yeah, Lays of the Week.
1: Uh, we'll have a lot more fun talk next Tuesday. We should be recording next Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah
2: that'll be the last um, one of 23.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll have a new episode next week. Don't worry. Someday. Uh, maybe, maybe off schedule cause of the holidays, but w- we'll figure something out. Uh, but as always, thank you for listening to us. We appreciate y'all make sure to follow us on every, so- every social media platform. Okay. Make sure to do that and, uh, make sure to like, share, follow, subscribe to our podcast. Show all your friends Let them know
3: we're the best baseball podcasts out there. Everyone
1: have a and good football.
0: evening.
3: And football. Thank you, Nick. Have a good one.